Radio 77 WABC. 77 WABC. This is Sitting Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. So a couple of years ago, I uh, made my way to the Patterson Police Department in Patterson, New Jersey. Lou Spagnola, dear friend of mine, his father, Larry, the former chief. I had a chance to, uh, to visit those guys. Right now, that Patterson Police Department is being run by a retired NYPD three-star chief. You know him, Issa Abasi. But my next guest is a New York guy. He grew up in Red Hook, Brooklyn. He moved to New Jersey in 1996. I guess he was hired in Patterson in 2005. And just this year, he was elected the PBA president. It was in June of 2023. So for New Yorkers, he's got the job in New Jersey that Pat Lynch had here for many, many years. Pat Lynch is no longer the union chief. It is now a guy by the name of Pat Hendry. But my man, Angel Jimenez, on the line right now, he's uh, has that uh, same exact job. Former New Yorker, Brooklyn guy, now the union head in New Jersey. Angel, good morning, buddy. How are you? Uh, good morning, Sid. I, actually, I'm, I'm the PVA president for Local 1, not the not the entire state. Okay, but, uh, for Local over. 1. So so what is Local yeah. 1? Is uh, Patterson and what else? Yeah, Local 1 is, is uh, we're the first local actually in the entire country. We were incorporated in 1896. We had like uh, 10 guys met in secret in Prospect Street in Patterson. <laughs> so it's a, it's kind of an interesting uh, history with that, with how the local was established. Okay, so it's just strictly Patterson, New Jersey then. That's it. Yeah, strictly Patterson. Uh, Patrick, uh, uh, Pat, uh, Pat is the uh, state PBA president. Pat uh, Hendry you're talking about. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, uh, Pat, uh, Pat Calligan. Oh, in your state, right? Okay, there you go. See, I confused yeah. New York and New Jersey. I mean, you were a, a New York guy. You grew up in uh, Red Hook, Brooklyn. What what uh, made you move to Jersey in 96? Just so you know, I was a Brooklyn guy my whole life, lived in New York. And then um, when my daughter was born, Ava, in uh, 2004, Danielle and I, my wife, we moved to Tenafly, New Jersey, and I loved it there. In fact, to this day, that's been my favorite address. Now I got fired, lost my job, moved to Boca Raton for 16 years, but I love Tenafly, New Jersey. I know why I moved. Why did you? Well, I mean, I was just a 13, 14-year-old boy, so, you know, my mom just wanted to, to relocate. Uh, our grandfather, who kept the family together, had just passed away, and I think all of, you know, everyone started moving out of the city. That family moved to Florida, Texas, and then we decided to go to Jersey. And do you live in Patterson? Where exactly do you live? No, no, I, uh, I, I just got married uh, recently, and I just oh, moved into my wife's hometown in Ringwood, New Jersey. 
Very I'm nice. nearby. It's about 25 minutes away. Very nice. Well, Mazel Tov to you on uh, on the wedding. And, of course, just a couple of months removed, June, so we're talking about three or four months removed from getting this job elected by your uh, the, the people uh, who respect you as the PBA president. So how exciting was that for you? Oh, it was very exciting. The transition has been quite challenging, but uh, but we're moving along. We're making a lot of changes, you know. So, you know, we have our first fundraiser coming up actually tomorrow. So uh, we it's, a, it's our first fundraiser in probably over a decade. So it's, uh, it's quite exciting. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. So what does your daily job entail? I mean, you got a fundraiser coming up tomorrow, and uh, Patterson uh, could be tough at times. There is crime in that area. Plus, you got that uh, crooked board a couple of years ago that basically everybody had to be taken off that uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the board in uh, Patterson, New Jersey, going back to four or five years ago. What does your job entail on a daily basis? Well, I, I have an executive position. So I'm one of few unions in the state of New Jersey that's called a full release. So basically, my position is a full-time position. I'm on call 24-7. So, you know, like, for example, you know, I, I got a call late last night. You know, if something happens with one of my officers, whether they're injured, whether, um, you know, there's an incident, some maybe one of the supervisors will contact me and just get, let me know if I have to reach out to one of our on-call attorneys, if, they're, God forbid, there's a police-involved shooting or you know, the AG's office has to investigate some sort of incident. Uh, th- that's basically it. You know, I'm the I'm the go-to guy for the entire union, for both the PBA and the SOA guys as well. Uh, I have the SOA president. We work together uh, running the union. So it's only me and him that are basically uh, on call 24-7. The rest of our board, unfortunately, they have to work through their regular police duties. Uh, so it's just me and him. And what is your relationship like, uh, Angel, with uh, Chief Abbasi? My relationship with him is very good. He's a, he's a New York guy, just like me. So, you know, whoever sits in that chair, you know, if they're successful, that means my membership is successful. So my, my, the, the chief's office, the administration is not an adversary for me personally because, you know, at the end of the day, they want to get us as much resources as possible because they want to get crime down. They want to get more officers on the street. They want to get more police vehicles. So there's, there's never any issues with – the administration from the police department standpoint. City Hall, that could be a whole different story because that's where the resources come from, right? Yeah, I get it. So, I, yeah. New York is, I mean, it's uh, you know, mirror images of each other, down to your Democrat governors, Murphy and Hochul, the Democrat mayors in your cities, and just mirror images. And look, again, I, I lived in Tenafly, that Bergen County area, beautiful. You know, Tenafly, Englewood, Demarest, and Alpine, lovely uh, Patterson, not as much. Now, maybe it's changed over the last couple of years. But when I think of Patterson, I think of, of a place that's got a lot of crime. Is that still the case or not really? It's 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 still the case. But, you know, Patterson has has a very rich history. You know, we're the first industrial city in the country. Uh, you know, it's, you know, there's a lot of Italian immigrants that moved into our city, into this city back into the, in the 1920s, all the way into the 70s. You know, when you have a populated city like that, you're going to have crime, you know. But the only way to deter crime is you need a lot of boots on the ground. You need a lot of officers. So we had the layoffs about 12 years ago. We haven't recovered since. And that's been the cause of, of the high crime rate in our city, which is something my responsibility to advocate for through the chief, which he, which Chief Abbasi has. You know, we've, we've, we're advocating for more officers. We're advocating for more pay. 
The other issue is my guys start at minimum wage, $16 an hour is what they start at. And that's something Jeez. that I've been fighting for since I took over in June. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a very sad situation, but, you know, officers are, you know, risking their lives and their, their pension and their safety. They know that risk. But when they come into the job and they realize, wait a minute, the neighboring town is making $30,000 more than me to do the same job, and they don't have to deal with the high crime, I don't have to stay, and they leave. So that's been an issue for us for 12 years now. That's a huge issue. This is the PBA president elected just uh, back in June, Angel Jimenez in uh, Patterson, New Jersey. So here in New York, of course, you've got all kinds of issues with the way bad, you know, politicians don't even treat the cops the way they should. But certainly folks on the street, it is nasty. I mean, we're we're less than a week removed, Angel from this uh, huge pro-Palestine, which is basically pro-Hamas murder, rally in Bay Ridge, 5,000 animals showed up. And by the end of that protest, they were throwing bottles at the cops and spitting on the cops and trying to punch the cops. And these things happen in New York all the time, going back to the summer of 2020 with all that nonsense because of George Floyd. How bad is that in New Jersey? You guys go through the same thing? Yeah, we we got a we got a little taste of, of that. Uh, definitely not as not as big as New York, but yeah, we've we've had. I've personally in my career have never seen this amount of viscerous towards us protests. I've never seen it um, up until about two years ago, and and it's been constant. And I think a lot of that has to do with some of our leaders not dispelling a lot of the misinformation about how investigations work, how our jobs work. And for some reason, we just it just got out of hand, you know, so, you, you know, uh, but, it, you know, it's it's it hasn't been as bad as New York, but it certainly has gotten a bit a bit uh, rough. I think a couple months ago we, we had a, a huge protest this was back in, I think, May, and it looked like the, the, the crowd was going to try to storm our headquarters. But we we wow. stood fast and we uh, we didn't allow that to happen. And, uh, you know, and, and you know, it, it kind of calmed down since. But it, it, it seems to happen at least once a year we'll have an incident and then it just, you know, uh, these um, anti-police uh, advocates tend to love to yeah. spew misinformation to get the crowd riled up. And it's always young kids. Yeah. yeah. Young kids are the easiest to influence. Idiots. You know, they don't pay attention <laughs> to the media. They don't, you Morons. know, they don't watch 77 uh, WABC. They don't listen to the, you know. Right, they, they should they, be. They just, well, not even them, but, be, but, but they the, don't. <laughs> stupid parents should be listening, too. So uh, yeah. the last question uh, about all this comes from a political place, and that is that a lot of cops – this is anecdotal, but I know a lot of cops, and they love me. They love me. Yeah. Uh, a lot of cops feel like the governor in New York, Hochul, and even the mayor, who was a police officer for 22 years himself, Eric Adams, don't always have their backs. How do you guys feel about Phil Murphy in New Jersey? Well, for Phil Murphy, uh, I mean, I don't have an issue with him personally, but I can speak on, on our politicians in our city. I have to say, even though they're, they're Democrat. The mayor is actually very supportive of us. Um, uh, Murphy, you know, he's implemented some of these policies. I think that the, the issue that I have with the Murphy administration is they, they issued a police licensing system that's going to start in January. And we're trying to navigate through that. And essentially what they're what I'm concerned with is they will circumvent the due process for my members, where if they feel even though my members were cleared on administrative investigation, the police licensing committee can turn around and say, you know what, 
we, we disagree with that. We're not going to renew your license. And now my officers won't, won't be able to be cops. So now you have to go through a whole appeals process. It, it's just something that I'm very concerned with. That That's my only issue with this administration. And they just kind of threw this at us, I think, the beginning of last year. And it's going to be implemented in January. And that's something that I think New York needs to pay very close attention to because what happens here affects there. You know, that police licensing thing is, you know, depending on how that's implemented and the way New Jersey is doing it is, is, is the first in the country. Is essentially the committee can just refuse your yeah. your to renew your license uh, from an administrative investigation that was already investigated whether you were cleared or maybe even had a minor discipline. So that that's something that's we're, we're as a union. I'm extremely concerned with that. Final sixty seconds. I was um, warm-hearted. I must tell you, Angel, when I found out that Patterson is finally going to honor one of the great policeman in the history of Patterson, and a former chief, by the way. Big night coming up for Larry Spagnola. Excellent job out of you guys. Well done. Yes, yes. Uh, Chief Spagnola was my chief. But not only are we honoring him, but we're honoring you, Sid. I don't know if uh, Louie told you, but I got you a plaque. Uh, You know, because I am a fan. I was a little nervous today. But, uh, you know, I just want to make sure you're listening. Oh, 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 hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, yeah. thank you for being a fan. Don't be nervous. You've been great. Not good, great. <laughs> you know, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, I pulled to Giacomo. I know you know who he is. Also a union yeah, head yeah. for the DEA in New York. So he invites yeah. me to this beautiful dinner at Russo's on the Bay. And, Angel, there's a bunch of cops there, guys in wheelchairs. They were stabbed, shot 20 yeah. times. They oh, still got the bad guy. Unbelievable stuff. And they all get awards. And the dinner is about to end. And Paul has an award for me. So here I am in front of a 1,000 people at Russo's on the Bay. I start to cry because I don't believe, even to this day, I'm worthy of that. Now, you're telling me, fresh off the Giacomo giving me an award at the DEA dinner, that you guys in Patterson are giving me something? Yes, yes. We have a a special plaque. And on on the badge is our first badge, which was was, uh, established in 1875. I have your name engraved with badge number 77 representing your radio station. You know, and, and, you know, just something you need to know, Sid, police officers, we need heroes. We don't have one. We have very few, and you're one of them. You're our voice. You are our voice. I'm telling you right now, you know, it's really hard out here. And when we're always constantly being bagged on and always the negative thing thrown in our face, there's very few people like you that speak on our behalf. So, you know, I hope, you know, we can meet in person so I can present this to you in person. But essentially, this is, you know, in appreciation of your respect and support for your advocacy and understanding of the challenges faced by law enforcement and basically having our back. And we appreciate that. And it's signed by me. And, it, and you know, I, I hope it will be up on your wall because I know you have a wall full of plaques. And if you think that we're not listening, always look at your wall. We're always listening. We appreciate everything you do for us. Son of a bitch, it made me cry. <laughs> Angel, man. I, well, that's, I mean, I, I know Lewis is going. I knew Sid was going to cry at that point. But um, I really am touched. I'm serious. I, I Everything I do on this show is sincere, whether I'm talking about, uh, you know, you, Angel, and, and uh, the guys that work hard for you in Patterson or the guys in Brooklyn or Queens or my Israeli people right now trying to fight these animals uh, no matter what, my family, my friends, everything I talk about on this show comes from a very sincere 
place. And uh, what you did for me here this morning is really, really beautiful and over the top. So thank you very much. Thank you. No, thank you, Sid. You have a wonderful morning, brother. You too. I hope to meet you in person. I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, we'll meet in the city, and I'll go there, and we'll I'll grab that uh, beautiful plaque. Angel Jimenez, that is terrific. The PBA president since June of 2023 in Patterson, New Jersey. Thank you, Angel. And, of course, thank you to my dear friends, both Larry and Louis Spagnola, for getting this done.